Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Love to Live Healthy show with author and weight loss specialist Josephine Fitzpatrick. Our focus is weight loss and losing it with healthy and clean living. Join us every week to hear answers to questions from our clients all over the world who text and email thousands of weight loss questions daily. Listen and learn how Josephine answers questions to help you lose weight, eat healthy, and feel great. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Love to Live Healthy show. I'm Josephine Fitzpatrick. Today's topic is body fat, BMI, muscle and skinny fat, what weight should I be? How does it affect my weight? What does this all mean? Okay, so let's start with your BMI versus body fat percentage. Okay, what does that mean? Because this has been a really hot topic because so many people don't understand it and they're not even sure if they need to understand it. Okay, if it's something that even relates to them. So let's go over it. Okay, so there's two ways to measure your health and fitness, your BMI, which is your body mass index and fat percentage. And many people talk about them like they're interchangeable, but they're actually two very different things. Your BMI, which is your body mass index, is a measure of body fat based on your height and weight, okay? A lot of physicians use this as a simple way to determine if a person is healthy or unhealthy, or underweight or overweight. But what you must realize is your BMI score is not a dictation of what you should weigh. It's a general guideline. I don't even use it. Physicians use it as a simple guideline. But for the average person or athlete, it should not be used because your BMI is used by the formula of your height and weight. So think about that. You determine your BMI, your body mass index by your height and weight. So that technically means nothing. It doesn't include how much muscle or fat is on your body. It doesn't take into consideration if you eat junk food all day or if you're eating clean. It's a simple formula of how much your weight is compared to your height. It doesn't take into consideration at all how much your weight is muscle or fat. So it really has nothing to do with body fat at all. So for example, if you're an athlete that has an abundance of lean muscle tissue, if you did your BMI and compared it to your height and weight, it would come up as if you were overweight. But the truth is you're not. It's because you're all muscle and no fat. And obviously there's nothing healthier than that. But if you're comparing this athlete from their height to their weight, it's going to look like they're overweight. Okay, that's why BMI, body mass index, is not accurate. The only time you can really use it or, or should really use it as a guideline is if you don't eat healthy and you don't work out, then you can go by that guideline. You can say, okay, where's my weight considering, you know, my height and weight, where is that considering to my uh, body mass index? And that might give you a general idea because you don't work out and you don't eat healthy anyway. So really, it's going to say you're overweight. How much are you overweight by looking at your height and your weight and put going to a chart that's a general guideline, okay? But if you're talking about someone who eats healthy and works out, you have to go with your body fat percentage. That's the next thing we're going to address, okay? So we just did the BMI, body mass index, and that's just a chart that goes by your height and weight, and it could be for anyone. So it doesn't tell you what's in your body, whether it's fat, muscle, whether you eat clean, whether you eat junk. It's just by your height and weight. Now, if we're doing body fat percentage, it's very different. So if you're an athlete or just very active, you're going to have more weight and muscle than the average person. Many people who work out consistently have higher than normal scale weight, despite being active and being lean. And this is where the body fat percentage comes in. 
Body fat percentage is literally measuring what percentage of your body is made up of fat. Everything else is usually referred to as lean muscle tissue. This gives you a more accurate representation of health, fitness, and leanness for someone who's eating clean and physically active. The results of your body fat percentage are determined as follow. For women, 10 to 12% is essential fat. So basically you need that on your body and you should never be lower than that, okay? That's 10 to 12%. 14 to 20% is in the athlete category, okay? 21 to 24% is fit. 25 to 31% is acceptable. And 32% or more is an indication that you're obese, okay? So think about that. Majority of the people... Um, in everyday world, you want to be 21 to 24, which is fit or 25 to 31, which is acceptable. Okay. For men, it's two to 4% is essential fat. Again, never should be lower than that. That's like a really hard number to even get to six to 13% is in the athlete category. 14 to 17% is fit. 18 to 25% is acceptable. And 25% or more is an indication of obesity. Okay. So again, everyday people, you would want to be as a man in the 14 to 17%, which is fit, really fit, and 18 to 25%, which is acceptable. It kind of gives you a really good idea of where you are when it comes to your health. While the number on the scale is very important, the body fat percentage is a real indication of how healthy your number is on that scale. One thing I do want to make note of that I think is really important, it's very hard to even get an accurate body fat measurement um, percentage. When we're talking about true, true percentage, it's very hard to get something accurate. So if you can, if you go to your fitness center and they have one and you do that, or you do the caliber where it pinches the skin, or you measure uh, and do um, inches, whatever you do, go with that. But don't take it so seriously, so specific, because... There's only two ways to really get the most accurate. And one is from um, a pod that you go into. And the other is if you are immersed in water, underneath water, and they do it that way. And both of them are almost completely hard to find. Um, I know they they do have one that's an x-ray. I think they do it in the city. Um, but other than that, very hard to find something that's super accurate when it comes to body fat. Okay, so just, you know, always keep that in mind. Now we're going to talk about skinny fat because many of you heard me speak about this before. Skinny fat is basically someone who is thin, but little to no muscle. So if you lost weight, but you never work out, you're considered skinny fat. And while some people are totally fine with that, it's a very different look from someone who is skinny fit. So for a great example, we have two women. I'll call them Susan and Dawn. They are both 5'4 and are 50 years old and both weigh 130 pounds. Now, if we use the body mass index where we compare height and weight, they would both be the same number, which we know wouldn't be true. But when we use the body fat percentage, this is what we get. Susan eats healthy and strength trains and does cardio daily, six days a week. Her body fat is approximately 18%, which is in the athlete category, okay, because she heavily strength trains. Dawn is 130 pounds, eats healthy, but never works out. Her body fat is 30%, which is acceptable. They're both thin. They both look great in clothes and even out of clothes. You know, not everybody needs to be that toned fit look. You know, that's something we want to be, but sometimes it's just not doable in our life. So being thin is enough. 
Okay. Being thin and eating healthy is enough. And if that's enough for you, that's fantastic. Try not to put more pressure. Last thing we need is more pressure to have the perfect body. Okay. What we need is to be healthy. And if being thin makes you happy, and if you can work out, work out, but do not put that pressure on yourself to have, you know, the least amount of body fat and to live in, you know, with a body with all muscle and because it's great if you can do it if you have the time to do it but don't put that pressure on yourself think about what makes you happy is it fitting in your clothes is it you know eating healthy having energy those are the important things in your life is having energy and being healthy and your doctor reports come out all great those are that's what's really important and that's what you should focus on do not make yourself crazy. This is just information. It's not something that I'm telling you you have to follow. I'm just giving you information about the different types of body fat. But what I think is important is we must remember, okay, and what I really want to point out, women lose bone and muscle every year from 30 years old on. So if you're not doing some form of weight training, you're going to lose more and more bone and muscle every year. And worse than having high body fat, you will have it other health-related issues such as pain, weakness, osteoporosis. That's just to name a few. So weight training is not just about the body fat. It's the one thing that can help you stop losing bone and help you build muscle. So just take that into consideration because even if it's not something you can have in your schedule right now, it might be something that you want to look forward to doing later. Now let's talk about weight. Because this all ties together. What is a healthy weight for you will depend on how much muscle you have, because the more muscle you have, the more you might weigh. And it's not something you should be afraid of. It's a really, again, a matter of how you want to look. These are the different things you have to think about when talking about body weight and how you want to look, because sometimes that can determine your number. So some examples. Number one. Body mass over muscle. You have heard me speak about body mass over muscle. This is when you work out, but because of your eating habits, you have fat over the layer of muscle. You will definitely be higher weight. Number two, lean muscle. If you want the lean muscle look, then you have to work out, eat healthy, and eat less. And that sheds the body fat and gives you the lean muscle you want, okay? You're working out, you get the muscle, you eat less and healthy, and you shed the, the fat over the muscle. So when you stay on your program and you eat less and still work out, you get the number you want on the scale. And then you also will get the lean tone body you want because you are shedding the fat over your beautiful muscles. Now, then we have number three, bigger, stronger muscles. Now, this is a whole nother avenue. Some will eat more clean, work out with very heavy weights and have more muscle and less fat. And the scale will be significantly higher but still extremely healthy and a great look because they're keeping their body fat low, but they're building muscle. And just a little extra uh, information when it comes to building muscle. Men can expect to build 35 to 45 pounds of muscle over their lifetime and 20 to 25 pounds for women over their lifetime. How much muscle you build per year and how quickly depends on a range of genetic factors, including body size, hormones, muscle fibers, and of course, how much you're working out and how much you're lifting. So for example, it doesn't matter if we're speaking of men or women, you're going to get results when it comes to heavy weight training and healthy eating. Using two of my female and male clients as examples, I will talk about Stephanie and Mark. Stephanie is 30 years old, 5'6", she eats clean and works out with heavy weights and is 148 pounds, which many of my clients would be so afraid of that number. 
But if you look at Stephanie in a bathing suit, you wouldn't believe that she was more than 115 pounds. Her body is so toned and lean with all muscle and little body fat. It's an amazing look. Now, she works out hard, trains heavy, six days a week. She does her cardio, but she definitely trains heavy. And because she works out with heavy weights, she's able to eat more healthy so she can keep building muscle. She, she's looking not to be just toned and lean. She's looking to keep building muscle. So understand when I say, no, you shouldn't eat more unless you're working out like an athlete, because if you eat more, okay, and you say, oh, I'm working out, you know, I'm doing my classes every week. I'm exercising five times a week. But if you're doing you know, um, an hour and you're mixing cardio and weights. And I said this in my last podcast, you're probably getting about 20 minutes of strength training, which is probably, you know, moderate strength training and some cardio. That is not the same thing. You have to eat less. So you get rid of the body fat and what you are creating doing those classes and doing those workouts, toning your existing muscle. And that's great. You're not building muscle. You're toning your muscles. Okay. That's why you can't eat more if you're not exercising hardcore, okay? I'm talking hardcore, like six days a week, heavy weight training and cardio, okay? So serious weight training is what's going to build serious muscles and you need to eat more in order to do this. When we're talking about Stephanie, she's building muscle. So that's why her number's going up on the scale too, because it's more muscle, okay? You only want your number to go up on the scale if it's going to be muscle. Now let's talk about Mark. He's 40 years old, he's 5'10", eats a lot of healthy and strength trains with heavy weight six days a week. He's 220 pounds, but if you saw him, you wouldn't believe he was more than 190 all muscle. And he eats a lot. He just eats a lot healthy and he trains hardcore, okay? And he is okay with the number because he loves the way he looks and feels. And again, even my men clients, they don't want those high numbers. They want the lower numbers, the leaner body. So it really always has to depend on the look you want and what you're willing to put in. What I think is the most important thing is you should go with where you're at. And if you can exercise, exercise eat healthy, eat for weight loss, shed that body fat, okay? That's what they call leaning out. They shed the body fat. Get that layer body fat off. And if you're exercising, that's great. You'll have some nice toned muscle under it. But before you even start any type of heavy duty weight training, if that's what you're thinking and you wanna build muscle, you have to get that layer of fat off anyway. So you're better off getting the layer of fat off by eating clean, eating clean and eating um, you know, less food uh, keeping it clean, keeping it healthy. You lose the weight, you lose that body fat, you have the lean muscle, and then you start building. And then when you start building, you add more healthy food in as you're building more muscle. So when the scale's going up, you're not noticing it in your body because it's not body fat. It's healthy muscle you're building. And that is the that is the best way mentally to even get through a higher number on the scale because you know I'm building muscle I'm eating more, I'm eating more healthy and it's helping me build muscle. But of course the muscle is going to make the scale go higher and that's okay. So when you do it like that, it makes so much more sense. So you get rid of the fat, get rid of the layer of fat. You, you stay on your program, you lose the weight, you get rid of that layer of fat. You have, you have lean tone muscle underneath. You want to build muscle. That's when you start eating more healthy. We start adding more healthy food in and you start 
heavy duty weight training. Okay. That's going to make the scale go up, but you're not going to notice it. You're not going to feel it in your body because you're only building muscle. You're not putting the layer of fat back on. Okay. That's the difference. Okay. So that about covers it all. I hope you learned something from today, but always remember at the end of the day, it has to be what you're willing and capable of putting in. Some really can't work out or do not have the time. And if that's the case, it's always better to be thin than obese. And even if your body fat is higher, because one day you may have the time to strength train and you can change your body fat number. And if that is something you eventually want to do, at least when you get your happy thin weight, you know, you can always change that. And at the end of the day, you want to be healthy because when you are healthy, you feel good. And when you feel good, you look good. Do what you are capable of today. Because as your life changes, that will change as well. Next month or next year, you might have more time to commit to the gym and stronger, heavier workouts if that is what you want. You may be super perfectly happy being thin with a little bit more body fat and you love the way you look. And that is great too. It's still healthy. We don't need to all be athlete bodies. Okay, we need to be healthy. What is most important is you to continue what you are capable of and push yourself when you need to be pushed and always, always work toward being your best self. The most important thing I believe in life is balance. Balance with your food and exercise gives you balance in your week and balance in your life. Living in balance is living a healthy mind and a healthy body. Okay, that's all I have for now. I'm wishing everyone a happy, healthy week. Much love from me to all of you. Thanks for listening to Love to Live Healthy with Josephine Fitzpatrick. We hope you'll pass along our web address, innovationweightloss.com, to your friends and colleagues who are looking to lose weight by eating clean and living healthy. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous podcasts. Join us next time for another edition of Love to Live Healthy with Josephine Fitzpatrick. The content in this podcast is not intended in any way as a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding weight loss or any medical condition or treatment, and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen. And never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have listened to on this podcast.